And welcome to another edition of On the Board Sports. Episode, what is it now? 13 now? I can't keep can't keep track anymore, Sean. Friday the 13th? No, it's <laughs> Sunday the 13th. No, it's Sunday the, tw- the, the 19th. Yes. But episode of Episode 13, 13 indeed. Yes. Welcome to On the Board Sports. I'm Will Cherucci, a.k.a. We'll see. I'm with my partner, Sean Thomas, a.k.a. Sean T. Sean, how are you? I'm good. Uh, clearly, I'm having an issue choosing a uh, beverage of choice. I got water. I got coffee, but, well, I think the beverage of choice is Notorious Pink. Notorious Pink, the finest Grenade from France. Grenade. So, awesome with a capital A. Shout out to Will Uncle for uh, the bottle. Uncle Ven, what's going on, buddy? How are you? Also, just a quick shout out to him. He's doing a little uh, show with uh, his friend out in Long Island. So, strong at at 9 o'clock, so. It's going to be awesome with a capital A. That's right. I'll try, I'll try and find some details for us during the show as it goes on, but it's going to be awesome with a capital A. Awesome. But more importantly, how are you, Sean? I'm good. I'm good. Um, um, as you guys can see, uh, have a long day. I never come here in uh, work clothes. I'm here in work clothes. And um, yeah, um, I'm glad that I'm here, Well, Oh, without work. a shadow of a doubt. <laughs> That's it. I'm glad you're here, too. You yes. know? I made it uh, in one piece. It wasn't looking like it about uh, five hours ago, but I'm here. <laughs> that He's here, and that's what matters most, ladies and gentlemen. Um, so we got a lot to talk about today. Obviously, in baseball, Yankees been playing hot over the past couple of games, to say the very least, outside of losing to the Mets on Who? Monday. Yeah, exactly. Who? To Jacob DeGrom. Thanks, Will. Uh, you're welcome. And... Uh, Losing the Tampa Bay, I believe two out of three. But, again, again. You know, Tampa Bay's been <laughs> unbelievable. But we'll get to them in a minute because they've been killing on Toronto so far. It looks like they're going in for their sweep today against the rivals from up north. Which is, which you know, just to make a quick point uh, uh, from that, Will, if they do sweep, which it looks like they will, you know, a, a big lead now, they're finally starting to beat the teams they're supposed to beat now. Right. I, I, yes, they lost to, to the Mets. That was one game, you know, you're not going to see the Mets again. You know, but you know, if you sweep this series, this is what we wanted them to do. Yes. Beat the teams that they're supposed to beat. And that's what you're supposed to do, beat the teams. Obviously the Mets, they went in, they did their own thing. Um Jacob DeGrom been absolutely on fire to say the very least. But we'll get we'll get into baseball in a minute, especially around the league, because it's been absolutely crazy with the AL wild card heating up with the AL West, with the with the resurgent Oakland A's. But we're gonna start with football. Yep. We're gonna start with football and we're gonna talk about Jets. Everybody loves the Jets right now with their quarterback situation with regards to Terry Bridgewater and Sam Darnold and their quarterback situation. They played on ESPN on Thursday, and Darnold started with the starters. He looked good. He had his moments. Obviously, he's a rookie. He's going to break into his into his own, but that's, you know, that's down the line. Right now is what we got to talk about. And, Sean... I gotta, I gotta ask you. You know, yeah. there's a lot of things going on with this Jets organization. They have a lot of moving pieces with regards to their defense and everything like that. But everybody wants to talk about the quarterback. My, my thing is right now with them. Can they start Sam Darnold right now? Sean, I ask you that. Well, when when I told you that I had a quarterback rant, this is what I this this is exactly what I was gonna, you know, talk. Well, and um. You got Teddy Bridgewater because you weren't sure if you could trade up from six to into the top two, top three to get a guy. Now, you were able to do so. Right. You gave up three second-round picks. But you got the guy that, you know, that you And the first-rounder, too. Right. So, 
My thing is this. The Jets, well, you do realize that you just said people love the Jets quarterback situation. Yes. You do know those were your exact words. Yes. When were the last time Jet fans, the Jets fan base has been excited about that? It's been a while. It had probably back 18 years ago. I know I said last week with Sanchez and Geno Smith, but probably 18 years ago, probably with uh, Chad Pennington and, and Vinny Testaverde. Right, you because know? you had an aging guy, but then you had young Chad. And, yeah. You know, Chad Chad was one of my favorite, you know what I'm saying, um, One of the most players. accurate passers. Very, very accurate. He, he, he never had the big arm, but boy, could he. No, throw it from point A to point B. Yep. From B to C, from mm-hmm. C to D. But, well, I think the Jets have to start Teddy Bridge or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I'll tell you this. You get uh, Terrell Pryor. You sign Avery Williamson. You give Tremaine Johnson $70 million to play corner. Right. That's a lot of money right. for four years mm-hmm. to play corner. That's a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Well, you don't bring in these guys and start a rookie quarterback. No, you don't. You bring in... You sold Avery Williamson from my Titans, who we could use because the tackling last night against the Bucks was terrible. Mm-hmm. But you brought Shermaine Johnson away from a division-winning Rams. He he came from L.A. all the way east. I don't think you sold him on a rebuild on a rebuilding year. Now it's easy to sell someone with seventy million bucks. I get it, <laughs> but I don't think you would have done all these moves to then say, all right, you know, we're going to start a rookie, a quarterback, because, well, if the Jets start him, two things can take place. Well, he can light the world on fire. We've seen rookie a quarterbacks come in and light the world on fire. Yes. However, we've seen rookie quarterbacks come in and struggle. Mm-hmm. And I think with the Jets, you have a – well, I think Sam Donald is, is going to be a stud. I really, really do. Mm-hmm. There is no reason to rush him out now. I think you start Teddy week one. I think if he wins, you play him. Well, if the Jets have a chance to make the playoffs and Sam Donald does not take one snap this year, it's okay. You have a chance to make the playoffs. And I think because the Jets know Sam Donald is going to be good, you kind of want to see it. Well, it's almost like you have that toy that's going to replace uh, um, uh, some uh, something else. Yeah. But the toy that you have now, it isn't that old yet. But you really, really want to play that like a, a brand new toy. Yeah. Sometimes when you play that brand new toy too fast, you break it. Oh yeah. Something goes wrong. Yep. So I think well, Teddy Bridgewater has to start, especially with the Jets. Well, the Jets are playing three games in eleven days. That is very tough. The the schedule makers did the Jets no favors. The first three weeks. I think for a rookie quarterback to process three defenses, to process three offensive schemes in 11 days is very hard. Some veteran quarterbacks can't do that in a month. He, so you're asking a rookie to do it in, in 11 days. Especially when you go up against probably one of the best corners in Darius Slay week one. You go up against Miami in the home opener. And Cameron Wake in that right. defensive line. Right, and then Cleveland against that Jamie that Collins defense, that and, defensive line, right? That's and Miles Gary, Miles Gary, correct. So well, uh, so well, and then lo- they got to go play Jacksonville after right. that. So well, a long story short, Teddy, let them start, and if you guys are winning, keep them there. If you guys aren't doing so well, trade them. You get a no a draft pick, a player, whatever the case was. Well, especially. The Jets, the first two weeks of the preseason, has self, their offensive line, someone on the offensive line has gotten hurt. 
Right. And that was before Beecham hasn't played yet this preseason. Mm-hmm. Winters hasn't played yet. So you already have offensive line depth. You're going to throw a rookie. Look what Houston did. David Carr, first overall pick. They never gave David Carr uh, on the same line. And he was he's he's the most sacked quarterback in a five year span in the history of the sport. And that's David Carr. And that two thousand and two Houston Texans team was an expansion team right. that just came out of nowhere. And he got I think he was almost sacked almost like seventy. That that's that is absurd. Right. That's what I'm saying. So well, have him start week one, and if it goes well, have him stay. If it doesn't go well, Sam Darnold could. Come in, you trade um, Bridgewater, you get a pick, have McCown be the backup, back up, and, and on you go. My thing is with the whole New York Jets situation right now is the fans, how they want to see Sam Darno start, and how New York, I get it, it's a win-now win now city, and it's a win-now fan base. Anywhere you go, you look at it with the Yankees, you look at it with the Rangers, you look at it with the Knicks, you look at it with the Giants too, okay? This, this, even the Islanders too, but that's besides the point. <laughs> this, uh, the Jets fan base wants to win so badly. The last time that the Jets won the Super Bowl was when my father was in high school in 1968. Okay. Uh, just, just 1969, excuse me. So 14, he was 14. So realistically speaking, okay. I know that they want to go out there and win. And they want to win right now. And the future is looking bright for Darno. He's got the he's got the whole package. But you know what? It's not bad for a kid to start out on the bench. Think about this. Look at the NFL greats right now that have played so far today. Aaron Rodgers. What did he do? He sat on the bench sad. for three years behind Brett Favre. Uh, Philip Rivers. Sad. sad. Drew Brees. Tom Brady. Sat before Drew Bledsoe got hurt. You know? Eli Manning, Kurt Warner was Sad. in that situation. You know, he was a starter for a year. Ben Roethlisberger Sad. didn't start. Right. Tommy Maddox, Tommy right? Maddox. <laughs> you know, he was there. And then you have, who else am I missing? Carson Palmer. John Kitna Just, was a starter. Carson Palmer did not play his rookie year. Not, right. And not one snap. Right. Not so, it's all so, right. Sit down, relax. I know a lot of people want to look at the the whole, oh, well, Mark Sanchez started. He, he had a Brett Favre offense around him and he had he had pieces like thomas jones and uh uh jericho cotry who else brown edwards brent well brown edwards came in through trade right 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 but he, but he wound I mean, up he coming in all, right 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 dustin keller you know who else russell wilson mm-hmm. he didn't start he, he started right his rookie year russell he did start he did start yet but there was nothing else the jets have a great great opportunity to focus in and put on these, te- you know, put on the quarterback show that they need to, that they need for this franchise to go forward, and to find that signal caller and to find that thrower for the next fifteen years. We know, you and I know, that Terry Teddy Bridgewater isn't going to be here five years from now. Correct. It's going to be all Sam Darnell. Correct. The thing is, let the kid learn. That's that's all we got to say about that. Well, I think also I think people are forgetting rookie quarterbacks coming into the league and playing awesome. That is not the norm. That is the I forgot what the the um the word. No, no, no. Yes, I forgot the word, but um, it's not the norm. 
Right. Is the, the norm is exactly what we just said. Mm-hmm. Well, I think people got spoiled because Cam Newton came in rookie year. Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan came in rookie year. Lit it up. Russell Wilson, Wilson rookie year. Um, so you do, but that is, but that's, but that's not the norm. Right. That's not the norm. The norm is all the guys that you just said come in, and it doesn't have to be a whole year. Right. But it could be five weeks, six weeks. Get get used to the speed. Like get used to the starters playing eighty snaps, seventy snaps. Right. You know what I'm saying so. Well, I think we're on the same page here, and I just hope Todd Bowles is the one making this choice. I hope this is not someone above him. I agree giving him a start, you know, week two. I think you're going to see Teddy start week three because that's more of like, uh, you know, the starters play the whole first half and right. you know, maybe the third um, um, uh, uh, I'm saying uh, quarter. But I still think, well, Bridgewater starts. If Donald starts, I don't think it's a mistake. I just think you put him up there too soon so you could expose them to things that you don't want to expose them to. Right. And Detroit week one, that's a tough team. Oh, it is. Detroit could score with anybody. Mm-hmm. The issue is the defensive side. But but I've seen the Lions put up 30, 40 plus on some of the best uh, D offenses. So it's going to be tough, Will. But um, I think the Nets need to make the right choice and start Teddy week one and go from there. And we'll get to our football preview probably next week and we'll talk more in depth about the Jets and their situation and you know about the other 31 other teams but to go on to another team talking about the New York Giants the Giants right now have been let me tell you Saquon Barkley's been looking good you know going out playing against Cleveland having his little run and then you know, the following week he goes out there and he plays the same thing with, you know, Eli. Eli's been looking good. The offensive line's been looking all right so far. You know, the thing is right now with them is what, what's going to happen with o- OBJ? What's going to happen with their with their defensive issues within their secondary, especially with a guy like Eli, Eli Apple still there? You know, that's the one thing that the Giants need to, to fix up. So, Sean, I ask you, how do you feel about the Giants right now after two weeks in the preseason? They looked way better uh, uh, Friday than they did the previous week. Mm-hmm. Way, way better. Um, Davis Webb, the backup, he looked really, really good. He led the touchdown drive um, that they had. The Giants secondary, it looked better. But, well, I think it looked better because the pass rush was really good. Right. Uh, Friday night. Vernon was causing havoc. Olivier Vernon. Snacks Harrison was doing what Snacks Harrison does. And um, so I think... Well, you know, when your pass rush is playing how they did, your secondary is always going to look good. Right. A lot of people, not to change teams here, a lot of people give, you know, Richard Sherman or Thomas and Cam, you know, the credit. Oh, the Legion of Boom. Mm. A lot of people forget their their defensive line was very underrated. It was really underrated. They got a lot of pressure, which made Earl Thomas be able to play center field, which made Richard Sherman be able to, you know, to not have to defend a guy eight seconds and, and only and only defend him for three. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So um so that looked uh really, really good. Um OBJ, I don't think he's stepping on the field week one unless that contract is signed, which will be a shame. Cause OBJ versus Jalen Ramsey, especially well. I'm sure you heard Jalen Ramsey's critique of quarterbacks during the week, he was so he pretty much went through quarterback one through thirty-one. Obviously, I took him other quarterback on his, his own team, but 
I mean, you know, it's one of those things where, you know, I'm hoping that the deal gets uh, done. And, um, you know what I'm saying? So, and it's one of those things where, you know, do they make him the highest paid um, guy? I don't know. You know, he's coming off a major. He broke, well, he, well, he broke his ankle. I mean, that hurts. <laughs> oh, yeah, without a doubt. Like, that definitely hurts, man. So it was one of those things where, you know, saying, like, do they, you know, believe that he can uh, uh, come back and, you know, saying, uh, they're saying, now uh, he's looked good in warm ups and in camp, but you, you but you can't assimilate the speed of the, the speed of the game um, during those things. So, mm-hmm. you know, I think week two, they look better. And I think, well, well, I think this is one of the most, and uh, uh, this is about to sound real crazy. I think this is one of the most anticipated Snoopy Bowls. Yeah, that I could think back of because both teams are interesting and intriguing. The Jets with the quarterbacks and you know the receiving core, who's one, who's two, who's three. The Giants with you know change from a four three to a three four, and you know is OBJ going to play in this game? And you know, and you know this is probably going to be the well, it will be the best defensive front that Saquon has played so far. You know, so how does he look against them in a in a full first half. So right. I'm really looking forward to this game. I, I really think Judge Giants preseason week three is it's going to be a war because I think both teams have a lot to prove, and I think both teams are out to prove that, you know, we both had bad seasons la- um, uh, last year, but we both made major improvements on both sides of the ball, and we're ready to, you know, show show you guys that we could compete. I want to see – I'm going to be at that game on Friday. To, to watch. I'm a Jet season ticket holder for the first time this year, and it's going to be absolutely crazy at MetLife. I could, I could feel it already in my bones. But it's preseason, too. Now, my thing is with them, is what can the Jet just to get back to the Jets here, can they fix their tackling issues, and can they just protect the quarterback a little bit more? Because it looked like Sam Darno had a, had he didn't really have that much time in the pocket when he played. Same thing with Bridgewater, really, to a degree. And now, especially with this new rule coming into place where, I don't know if you saw it or not, like, guys, they can't, late hit, doesn't look like it's a late hit. Usually the the, the, the leading of the helmet doesn't look like it's the leading of the helmet, but it is. So they're, they're throwing the flag out there and everything like that, trying to protect the players. I get that, and I understand that. But when it comes to when it comes to the game and when it comes to, you know, what kind of, you know, uh what kind of a situation and scenario the team is going to go through when, after that penalty? It's crazy. That's what I'm looking forward to. You know. Yeah, yeah. You know, and and, and you know, well, it's one of those things where you know, take it back to the Jets. Remember, you know, they they have no depth on that line. No, the guys got hurt. Guys were hurt before camp, mm-hmm. and they haven't healed up yet. So you know. Well, to me, again, that's why Teddy needs to start. I have a veteran guy in, in there that could make quicker decisions and knows the speed and all this type of stuff. But, well, I think they're going to get I, – I think the only issue with the offensive line is just health. I think, you know, I think when the Jets' offensive line is healthy, I don't think they're one of the best, but they're certainly good. You know what I'm saying? So I think um, uh, uh, that would be that. Another thing, too, Will, is – I was looking at the game on uh, Thursday night, mm-hmm. and it's funny that you mentioned the tackling because that—I mean, again, it's only preseason week two. That's why you are in camp 
tackle, you know, go through, you know, the X's and O's and stuff. But the tackling was an issue when I watched the game on uh, the Thursday night. So that was one of the things that stood out on the, de- on the de- defensive side, on the offensive side. You know, you kind of want to keep the playbook simple during the preseason. You know, you don't want to – because that is tape that other teams are going to use right. when they you know, plan and scheme. But I feel like the Jets need to open – if you want to see Sam Darnold start, you got to make sure he can handle the whole playbook. And, well, I, well, I feel like at – I, I felt like at one point watching the game, after after the play, I was like, "Oh, that's X Y banana Z zip too." Like I knew the play, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, and I was like, "That's like a basic football um um a football play." So I would like to see them hopefully, you know, with this week coming, open up the a playbook a little more, and I'm sure and I'm sure you're gonna see both of those guys get um get some run. With the ones on uh, Saturday, yeah, without a shadow of a doubt, we'd like to see Terry Bridgewater get that starting spot. You know, just for just for the team's sake and the free agents that came over there. You know, outside of that, Sean, there's been a lot of things going on within the football world too. I mean, obviously Baker Mayfield's been setting the world on fire, trying to prove a lot of people wrong. Um, you know, the uh, your Titans. How did your Titans look on uh, when they played? Last time they played the Bucks, um, the Bucks played their starters three quarters. Right, that's very odd for a second, uh, second preseason game. game. Okay, usually say that for the third, mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, you know we we lost again. Wins losses in the preseason, and nobody cares. Um, I feel like we have yet we have to get our uh, running game going. Derrick Henry and uh, Dion uh, Lewis, you know they we haven't really gotten that going. And I feel like when healthy, the Titans have one of the better offensive lines in the league. The Cowboys, that offensive line is crazy. Like that offensive line is sick. So you know they're they're going to be num- like number one for a long time. But um, you know, I you know we we you know I felt like we left some plays uh, on the field that we could have made or we you know saying uh, should have made. So, uh, but they look good, you know, for the first um, a couple weeks. So uh, we have to see their will, but um. I don't know if you saw. I was. I just uh, said it um, a few um, a while back. I don't know if you saw what Jalen Ramsey said about the quarterbacks in the league right now. Mm-hmm. Um, he was doing an interview, and the, the interviewer was going through all the uh, quarterbacks, and he was like, "Oh, well, give me your opinion on Big Ben, and give me your uh, opinion on you know Stafford, and on Matt Ryan." And well, he had some crazy things to say, man. I heard. He called Matt Ryan overrated. Talking about an MVP here. Mm-hmm. And in the same breath, he said Marcus Mariona is one of the better quarterbacks in the league. Of course, as a Titan fan, that makes me smile. But what I know Marcus Mariona is not one of the better quarterbacks. I mean, I do get it. He, he can't affect the game with his legs. Mm-hmm. So I get that. And also the last five times the Jaguars and Titans have played, the Titans have won four out of those five. So maybe it's like a division respect type of thing. Right. But what he called Big Ben uh, uh, slouch, I think it was. And I was like, damn, I, I, like this guy just coming out and saying uh, I'm uh, a firing. But, you know, you know, he does put his money where his mouth is. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, I was very interested because I was like, you know, and well, it's funny. He, I think, out of the, I think out of like the the amount of the quarterbacks that he said, they play four of them in a row. The Jaguars played 
I think it's week 12 to 16 or 13 to to uh, 16. Well, they play Colts, Pittsburgh, Colts, Buffalo. <laughs> and he said Andrew Luck was something and, you know, Big Ben won. Josh Allen whatever. was overrated. Josh Allen was a bum, he, he, um, he um, said. Yeah. And then you get the Colts again. And he said something about the Giants too with Eli. He said that he thinks that OBJ isn't great, he's good. And that that's what makes – Eli looked the way he is, and I was like, "Ooh, he's kind of got a point." I kind of see it, and I like. You know what? As long as he's not "quote unquote" guaranteeing anything, because when people, when, I hate it when players say, "Oh, I guarantee that we're going to win." Listen, you're not Broadway Joe. You're not. That's first and foremost. Right. Okay. Number two, when you when you lose after making a guarantee like that, there's a lot of scrutiny. From the media and everything like that. Yeah, I get it's an opinion. I get all that stuff. But ultimately, just to refer Bill Belichick right here for a second. Do your job, keep your mouth shut, and play. Whatever happens with the outcome happens with the outcome. That's it. Just go out there and play. That's one thing that I don't like. Now, obviously, you have the adrenaline built up, everything like that. You try and get in the opposing the opposing player's head. I understand that aspect too, but there's just more to it than meets the eye with this. You know, right. Matt Ryan has Julio Jones. He had Tony Gonzalez. Yeah, I get that, and I understand that. You know, Matt Ryan's a good quarterback. He had a great team around him throughout his whole career. Ben Roethlisberger, same thing. Great team around him. You know, good quarterback too. Um. Who else did you mention? Marcus Mariota. Marcus Mariota. You know, Mariota. Another guy. Another guy that has the potential to be good in the league. And Eli Manning, throughout his whole career, you know, he's had big body receivers. He took Victor Cruz from an undrafted free agent. To a pro bowler. To a pro bowler. Plaxico Burris signed with the Giants in 05, 06. Wound up becoming one of the better Giants receivers in in their franchise history for for, for over a decade. He called Phillip Rivers a bum. I mean, I'm not the actual word bum, but yeah, I'm saying that I know. they weren't good. Yeah, and I was like, Philip Rivers got some stats. I mean, I know he, he doesn't have the hardware and the gold and all that stuff, but he, he Philip Rivers is Philip not Rivers a, is a gamer. He's the reason, right? Philip Rivers is a gamer. He played on a torn ACL, on a torn ACL in AFC um, a championship game when the Patriots went to the Super Bowl and lost game, the Giants, and a game that you know a lot of people forget. Thomason got hurt too. Right, and he sat on the bench with his visor with on, his visor with the, the helmet. Coat, right? Yeah, sitting on the bench. I remember that. Right. So the two best players couldn't even play. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying. So yeah. Um, yeah, man. But you know what? So um, I, I, um, sorry. Another thing that I saw around the NFL was when Jordy Nelson left. Well, he didn't leave, and they cut him. Mm-hmm. And he went to Oakland. I was like, "Damn, like you're throwing away, you know, Aaron Rodgers' best weapon." Okay, you got, you know, Devontae Adams, and you got Randall Cobb. Okay, you know, you got some players there. Well, Aaron Rodgers to Jimmy Graham is going to be something lethal. Yes, I agree. I was watching that preseason game against said Pittsburgh. Holy shit! Since it's a podcast, <laughs> right? I was watching, and I was like, "Well." I, I don't know, man. I mean, I know you don't take a tight end high in fantasy drafts, but how could you not take Jimmy Graham high? Yeah. He's playing with – we saw what he did with Drew Brees. I think he has the same thing. 
in Aaron Rodgers. I think Aaron Rodgers, forget about Devontae Adams and Randall Cobb. I think his first option is Jimmy Graham all the time, all the time. And they had a touchdown in uh, the first uh, quarter. They had one called back, which was okay call. You know, Jimmy Graham kind of shoved off the guy while the ball's in the air. You know, all right, cool. But, you know, well, I was like, you know, I it's one of those free agency signs that you kind of forget because we're in New York and they don't talk about the Packers. But I was like, that's going to be something special, Aaron Rodgers to Jimmy Graham. Yeah, without a shadow of a doubt. I mean, you can line him up in the slot. You can line him up on the outside. You can line him up and line him up on the offensive line. Aaron Rodgers is going to find, it, find yep. his tight end. And he hasn't had a tight end like this in a long time, you right. know, since what? Uh, I can't go back to who to, to me neither. Who that was. You know, right. but it, it's it's crazy what's going to probably happen up there in Green Bay. You know, like I said, Aaron Rodgers is due for probably another historical season. He is. He, he's. It's hard to think that such a great quarterback could only win one ring. You know what I'm saying? And, yeah. And, and I think he's going to have two or three by the time his career is done. But he has to get it moving because. Or every team in that division is starting to get improved. So you know, and then in New England, they played. Tom Brady came back for his first preseason game. He looked good. He looked amazing. He looked good for now. You know, his offensive line, rookie offensive lineman, went down. Out for the season. Out for the season. You know, just first round pick, unbelievable. You know, Isaiah Win. Right. Isaiah Win. He looked like he was going to be good, and then all of a sudden, just goes down. It's like, wow. Really? You know what I mean? They right. talk about another team that needs offensive line depth right there. But I wouldn't be surprised if they go on the trade market and get and get a, right. a, a lineman, you know? It's, it's right. crazy. It's crazy All right. what so, might happen. Yeah, man. Uh, uh, un, un, uh, another football thing that I saw, Will, was uh, Kirk Cousins. Um, Vikings, and, you know, they look good week one. The Broncos, you know, they looked okay. Uh, they played Jacksonville. Now, again, listen. Jacksonville's defense is crazy. Mm-hmm. But, you know, Kirk Cousins kind of, he reminds you of people who didn't love him in the first place. You know, he is like he tries to fit balls where they're not supposed to go. And you saw some of that uh, yesterday. Um, but, you know, I still think these keys going to do great things for him. Uh, Davin Cook is back. So then that's going to be huge for him too. So, um, so you know, yeah, but uh, that – Along with them, I had had a had one more team. Um, the the mine uh, uh, Dallas. I was watching the Cowboys game last night, and um, you know, well, I think you're going to agree with me here. Dallas has no number one receiver. They got Cole Beasley, okay, and you know whoever else is on that team. I don't even know who the receivers are on the team. Well, so you know, so Dak Prescott, kind of, Dak Prescott has to kind of figure it out. And, of course, you got Zeke to handle the ball. But, well, it's easy to not have a number one receiver when your offensive line is going to give you five hours to throw the ball. <laughs> yeah. And he legit had – well, I was watching that game yesterday. The Bengals weren't within five feet of him, bro. I was like, damn. I was like, what? what? I mean, he was – like, well, like, you ever see the quarterback get to the, his – like, the fifth the, – like, step five of his five-step drop right. or step seven – and then when they plant that foot, if nobody's there, they kind of bop while looking around, surveying the field. Yeah, I feel every pass play was like a bop. He was chilling. <laughs> so I think 
it, it, it kind of changed my perspective on the Cowboys now because I was like, you know, they legit, you know, could have a good oh because their offensive line is that good. Like it can make anybody look good. Right. Talking about too Redskins. Alex Smith looked good against that Jet defense. Still. He did. You he know, did. he was he, he was lighting it up against them, but right. just didn't put any up. Put, didn't really put up any points on the board. You know, the defense was going out there and they they were doing their thing. And other right. team too that kind of sort of you know makes me think almost in a sense is and the team just slipped my mind just now. Wow, I can't believe that just happened. <laughs> it slipped my mind, folks. Sorry, guys. Yeah, sorry. But uh no, the uh you you're talking about jeez, now I'm trying to remember the team now. Damn. Damn. <laughs> Damn. Oh, Cleveland. Browns, okay. Cleveland. Okay, Cleveland. Thank mm-hmm. you. Thank you. Thank you, Brain. <laughs> um Josh Gordon came back from his suspension. He's looking like he's gonna be the real deal. The Browns were looking at signing uh Des, Des Bryant. Bryant. That's out. It's out the window now, you think? <laughs> yeah, it's out. How so? Unless Des unless Josh Gordon unfortunately relapses. Or you know, or uh, Jarvis Landry gets hurt, but um, well, well, I still think well, I still think Dez is going to end up a New York Giant. I do, I do. I think it makes too much sense, especially if OBJ does not sign by week one. Right. I mean, dude, I I think the Giants pick up that phone in a heartbeat. Right. I was like, all right, well, we got to give our fans something to cheer. Like if we can't give them OBJ versus Jalen Rams, let's give them Daz versus Jalen. I'm saying so. Yeah. Um, I, th- I have a feeling when it's all said and done, it's going to be the Giants. But I could be wrong. Hey, we all can be wrong about a lot of things. Just like the Jets winning the division, I could be wrong on that too. But that's right. that's for next week when we talk about our show. Um. So, dude, I I, I can't believe that it's been you know two weeks going into to the football season so far, and we. Talking about a lot of things too, even the Ravens with Lamar Jackson. What's going to happen with Lamar Jackson? I, w- I want to see their uh, Monday their Monday night game tomorrow against the Colts. Um, that's another interesting game, you know. As um, you know, Angela coming home for the first time since being hurt. Lamar Jackson, quarterback, is he receiver? Is he running back? Whatever. So that's going to be a, a very very another uh, interesting game to see what um, you know uh, happens there. But right. yeah, you know, it's 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 it's. Well, this is the time of season that we, that we, um, you know, expected, you know, um, you know, things things to get good. Yeah. And uh, you know, base, baseball, which we're about to talk about, talk about next, is, you know, getting to the final stretch. But football is uh, uh starting up. Well, I could smell the pigskin in the grass. Pigskin in the grass. You're going to be smelling a lot of leather. <laughs> so, you know, on that note, you know, episode. 12, episode 13 of On the Board Sports, talking about football. It's been it's it's been crazy to say the very least. And, you know, there's going to be a lot of things happening within the next couple of weeks when you're going to see a lot of position battles. Obviously, people getting cut. So it's going to be absolutely crazy. So uh, I quickly will. Uh, what did you think of the, I don't know if you saw the Kevin Benjamin uh, Cam Beef where Kevin was pretty was pretty much saying, you know. I think we mentioned it last week. I think I we, did. Think we did. We didn't. Well, if we, we did, did, then we did. But all right. But if if we'll mention it now. Listen, Cam Newton's a great quarterback. Kelvin Benjamin's a very good receiver, big body. I get it and I understand it. But 
you know, his comments just basically it's just him being angry, I guess, for the situation that he was being put in. Now, a lot of players think that they should be drafted high in their mind. All right, I get that. I understand that. You know, but the one thing about it is, you know, everything complements each other. You know, there's a lot of things that Kelvin Benjamin could do better. And there's a lot of things that Cam Newton could do better. But ultimately, at the end of the day, they worked out pretty good to be a one-two tandem. They did. Okay. And, Sean, I think you mentioned it before, saying how Cam Newton went up to Kelvin Benjamin and Benjamin just walked away. Right. You know, didn't want to deal with him and his shenanigans and everything like that. Right. Listen, you know what? It's over. It's in the past now. If that's the way how Benjamin wants to feel about about it, let him go about his business and that's it. You know? Right. So, that's it. On the Board Sports, episode 13, logging out about football. We'll talk to you more on episode 14 about baseball. We will be right back.